everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my fabulous co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, we're talking all about Disney's Newport Bay Club. Eric got to stay there a few weeks ago, and is going to give us an in-depth look at this beautiful resort. Yes, there's so much to talk about. The rooms, the bar, the pool. But before we get to all that, I did want to mention that in this month's Patreon-exclusive show, Niels and I will finally be doing an in-depth review of Cape Cod. That's the restaurant that is located inside of the Newport Bay Club. We're talking all about the food, the ambiance, and what it's like dining at a Disneyland Paris buffet during these days. <laughs> you can get access to that along with all of our other fabulous exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash And it all starts at just two euro. And you can stick around till the very end for a short preview of that show. So, Niels, a lot, a lot of news has dropped regarding the 30th anniversary, not to mention the Quinjet has finally yeah. <laughs> landed in the Avengers campus. So exciting! <laughs> Why don't we break down some of the highlights? Yes, let's do that. Disneyland Park in Paris opened on April 12th, 1992 as part of uh, Euro Disney. And uh, since its uh, grand opening, the resort has hosted more than 375 million visits, making it Europe's most visited tourist attraction. It even has more uh, visits than the uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> It's oh, cooler than the Eiffel Tower in my humble opinion. <laughs> but, yeah. It depends on who you ask, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So over the past uh, 30 years, Disneyland Paris has continued to develop and expand, of course, with the opening of its second gate on the 16th of March 2002. That being the controversial and hopefully to be much better in the future Walt Disney Studios Park. Yeah. These days, 16,000 cast members, aka uh, employees, from over 500 professions keep the resort running. So that's uh, amazing. It must be one of the biggest employers of France. Most definitely. Can I, you imagine? 16,000 people. It's like a whole city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. The new daytime show, Dream and Shine Brighter, will open along with the 30th anniversary uh, celebration on March 6th. 2022. By the way, more than 200 shows have been produced by the entertainment department since uh, 1992. So that's Quite a uh, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, the expectations are high for this one as uh, they have a lot of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is an outdoor daytime show, to be fair. They don't have like a whole theater, no, like Frontierland no. Theater or anything. So in terms of lighting and sets, I think they are a little bit limited. They're limited. Yeah. I think with the castle in the background, it's going to look lovely. And it's all about exactly. that choreo, which we've been seeing previews yeah. looking pretty fun. I think the song sounds pretty neat. It's not overwhelming, but it's catchy yeah. and i think it really fits the festivity totally <laughs> like this. Yeah. but this new show will be performed daily uh, several times a day as you said right in front of the castle on central plaza so uh, yeah it's at least a beautiful location and weather should be good <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's maybe less magical but i'm really looking forward to this show i love the costumes these iridescent hollow plasticky type wear that the characters are wearing and the concept art and for yep. the show i think it's going to look really cool especially if the sun's shining and it's going to be all reflective yep. curious to see what it'll look like on cloudy days as well so this show will consist out of three themes that celebrate the power of laughter passion and dreams and the show will feature more than 30 disney characters dancers colorful floats as well as that uh, new soundtrack that you already mentioned and these characters will pass through main street i believe and then arrive on central plaza and do their yeah. show so it's not 
announced as a parade or a cavalcade but i guess it's a little bit like that because most of the cavalcades and parades <laughs> that we saw recently had a show stop on central plaza so uh, yeah. totally so it's like an elegant way to get performers on, on and off central. the stage yeah. safely exactly yeah, yeah i hope we get some new floats that are especially designed for this show that'd exactly. be really cool yeah. hey guys this is eric from the future news just trickled out regarding the show floats they are a completely new design and are a tech Technicolor Rainbow Dream. Honestly, they look like Disneyland Paris could use these for Pride as well. Anyway, on with the show. In addition, the genie from Aladdin, Princess Rapunzel, Jesse and Woody from Toy Story are also going to join in on the fun. And I think they also got new outfits, slightly changed, at least some of them, Jesse and Woody. Yeah, I'm excited to hear from uh, the audiences uh, if they really feel that they changed and see those little differences. The real fans will see it, but I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> all visitors well, are able to catch that. So uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this little what it's probably gonna be like 20 minutes tops mm -hmm. performance is going to be some nice light entertainment to see. And yeah. considering all the decor that's going to be around the park, it's just going to add a little bit of extra ambiance and some fun to the 30th anniversary celebration but it's also not going to be like completely groundbreaking like mickey and the magician was or the lion king rhythm of the pride lenses yeah but there's more than just a show in front of the castle and these nice new outfits so there's also a drone pre-show announced to start with the 30th anniversary Disney Illuminations, the nighttime spectacular at Disneyland Park and Disneyland Paris will be receiving a major upgrade. The show originally premiered on the 26th of March in 2017 to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the park and has replaced the previous show, Disney Dreams. So Disney Delight, as it's called, will premiere along with the 30th anniversary celebrations on the 6th of March. And this new pre-show will combine video projections, illuminated water jets, lighting effects, mists. Of course, there will be Disney songs included and these spectacular drones. So yeah, that's something really unique and something really exciting to look forward to as we didn't see that before. Yeah, I think this is the first Disney park to use drone technology as far exactly. as I'm aware. So yeah. that's very exciting. Well, at least for a daily outdoor show. Ah, yeah. Okay. I recall that Universal Studios in Orlando also used drone technology as part of their mm -hmm. Harry Potter. Oh, what are those things called that they shoot from their wands, the animals? Oh, no. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it was like a big stag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that appeared in the sky. And what we saw them test so far in Bordeaux yeah. was the 30th anniversary logo that appeared yeah. in the sky, right? So that looked really cool. That looked really cool. And I'm wondering if we will just get this 30th anniversary logo or that it will be more. Eh? Uh, like yeah. uh, maybe characters that appear, a Mickey-shaped hat or something like that. Yeah, that, that would be really nice. But yeah, for a limited time, and they don't say <laughs> for how long, these 200 drones will perform choreography towards the end of the pre-show. So just in front of uh, Disney Illuminations. Yeah, I mean, I hope it'll be more than just the 30. <laughs> However... Yeah. I kind of think that it might just be that. Considering other yeah. uh, shows that have utilized drone technology, it's usually only yeah. one motif that yeah. they construct and then that's it. Yeah, it's difficult to manage and you don't <laughs> want it to go wrong every time. Yeah. So they better go for a safe option and make sure that it works every day so all people can see it. And this pre-show 
will probably be a short show. So um, yeah, if the drones are just in the end, it might end with the big 30 in the air. And then that's the highlight. Yeah. yeah. Illumination starts. I saw that they have RGB LEDs mounted to the drone. So the, the 30 might mm-hmm. have some color variations to it, some sparkling effects or something like that. But I don't think we can expect anything too crazy to appear in the sky with those drones just yet. Mm-hmm. But hopefully in future shows, that will be possible. Although I will be pleasantly surprised if they do manage to pull off more than one motif in this pre-show. We'll see. But I think you're right. I think they'll save it as like the big finale, like at the very end, after a little bit of projection mapping music and fountains, that'll be the wow moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you can also forget about the drones if it's going to be rainy or too windy. Um, Yeah. And then they probably cut the drones. (laughs) Yeah. There's going to be a B mode. Yeah. And we will hear this new theme song playing during the pre-show. And this uh, soundtrack was recorded with a symphony orchestra at the Abbey Road Studios in London. So uh, yeah, that's... uh, a nice uh, fun fact. Uh, so quality-wise, it should be good. <laughs> oh yeah, sounds so crisp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and then we have the new Gardens of Wonder to premiere also with the 30th anniversary on March fixed, but maybe a little bit earlier already because this is just decorations in the park. So I don't think they will just... Uh, planted uh, overnight <laughs> so um, a good chance if you visit in the week or weeks before you can already uh, spot something so disneyland paris teams worked hard on installing a new uh, horticulture installation in the disneyland park called gardens of wonder and it's comprised of 10 unique themes installed in front of sleeping beauty castle the gardens around uh, the castle and they will feature 30 new art pieces so uh, yeah that's really Cool. A bit like uh, the 50 golden statues that uh, Walt Disney World uh, got for the 50th anniversary. So we get 30 art pieces for the 30th anniversary of Disneyland (laughs) Park. I see some kind of uh, theme there. (laughs) One character for each of the years Disneyland Paris uh, has been open to the public, comprised of kinetic Disney and Pixar mobiles, flowers, landscaping, and glow-in-the-dark effects. Each element celebrates nature, popular Disney and Pixar characters, and offers a new area for park goers to explore. The mobiles will be uh, heavily uh, stylized, so it may be a challenge for park goers to identify each and every character. Uh, Each uh, of these pieces has been uh, imagined by the landscaping and entertainment themes. Production and manufacturing has been handed over to a local craftsman whose know-how has contributed to the Disneyland Park for many years already. So these pieces of art should be in good hands. Oh yeah, (laughs) I saw them install the base elements already around the park area. So they kind of look like big pimples at the moment or something <laughs> bulbous yeah. and, and with red dots which i'm guessing are supposed to symbolize some kind of flowers yeah i think it'll make more sense in the context when the sculptures are installed yeah and definitely more flowers maybe <laughs> it looks know. a bit weird <laughs> yeah, yeah right now it's kind of strange kind of odd but it's going somewhere yeah exactly well inspired by uh, salvador dali the 10 themes will be uh, comprised of disney and pixar characters definitely expect to find princesses to villains so something uh, for everyone <laughs> yeah. garden of Asia, for example, will include sculptures of uh, Baymax from uh, Big Hero 6, Mushu from Mulan and Shishu. Maybe. I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I guess it's Chinese. I need uh, to rewatch uh, Ryan the Dragon. The Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Shishu. Shishu. Or at least uh, that sounds more Chinese to me than uh, Shishu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chinese people. Uh, apologies. <laughs> uh, please leave us a message uh, how you pronounce it. <laughs> 
So the 3D modeling and handmade construction of these 30 art pieces uh, were carried out in collaboration with three French companies based in the Ile-de-France region. Engineers, technicians and painters collaborated with uh, Yves Ollier, and the set designer manager at uh, Disneyland Paris. And today we're recording on the 9th of February. DLP announced something even more exciting in my opinion. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that is that we get back two restaurants for the 30th uh, anniversary. So, well, not really new, but at least we're getting back these uh, beauties. And those are Toad Hall Restaurant, the Fish and Chips fast food restaurant uh, in the back of Fantasyland. Yay. And Walt's, an American restaurant uh, yeah. in Street, USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear some more excitement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah, so it. Uh, cool. It felt like that place was never going to reopen. No. <laughs> so excited. I was really expecting this to reopen like... A club 33 or, yeah. or something unique for special events, but not for the main public. So um, so exciting. Reservations yeah. are not live as of the recording yet. No. You know I'm checking the app every day. And we don't <laughs> know the menu yet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing announced was that there is a special 30th anniversary menu, but uh, I think most people don't recall the, uh, <laughs> the previous menu. So <laughs> that's fine. Eh? It's years ago. But uh, yeah, I'm really happy that they open up this uh, beautiful place full of nice art old pictures and uh, yeah it looks really stylish with its multiple rooms all themed after the different lands in uh, Disneyland Park so uh, yeah this is a true piece of Disney history to embrace while having classy dinner so um, most yeah, definitely let's bring it yeah, back it's so gorgeous the themed rooms the concept art that you can't see anywhere else it's a combination of a immersive museum and dining experience yeah. it's so gorgeous and you're right there on main street which is really really cool yeah um, also toad hall yeah. is going to get some vegetarian options which is nice there's going to be a two yeah, fish menu <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's something for my husband maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah and not to confuse with the two fish and chips option as they had let's say a single fish with chips previously and they also had for the people that they were a bit more hungry they had two pieces of fish with <laughs> chips <laughs> yeah just uh, be sure but to say vegetarian is the vegetarian yeah. Uh, version, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you get uh, two pieces of fish. <laughs> yeah. So we know a little bit already. I feel like a little bit more might trickle out over the coming weeks before the mm -hmm. premiere of the 30th anniversary, and maybe even one or two little surprises, but nothing too big. I guess the biggest thing will be the no. opening of the Avengers Campus, and they'll kind of fuse that yeah. together into the 30th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that yeah. will only open somewhere, somewhere this year. So not on the 6th of March. And of course, we will have lots of merchandise, snacks, special menus in the restaurants. So that will be nice to explore. <laughs> yeah. And remember, you guys, summer in Disney language can mean till the end of September. So yes. it's quite a bit of range there, <laughs> a little bit of flexibility for them to test the new attractions and exactly. finalize the land. And I think they're probably already thinking about how they will open the Avengers Campers. Yeah. Do you need a reservation to get in? Or will we have like four or five hour wait times to get in the land and where do you leave all these people in the small studios i'm wondering how they're going to do this opening yeah yeah same i don't know at least it's kind of like in a sealed off area so they can control the crowds pretty easily yes. if they need to yeah. however they might just go the open it up and see what happens route <laughs> yeah <Run>. so <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. see yeah and then people are already uh, stuck in the front lot uh, studio yeah. one <laughs> yeah. standing in line for avengers campus yeah 
blocking the whole uh, park. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, today we're talking all about Disney's Newport Bay Club, as uh, said before. Yeah. Uh, I got to stay there a few weeks ago, and uh, I also stayed there quite some times. I think last time was a year ago. And Eric is going to tell us all about his uh, recent experience uh, at this uh, majestic four-star hotel on the shore of Lake Disney. So uh, let's dive right into it. So how and why did you book uh, Newport Bay Club this time, uh, Eric? Yeah, I mean, so the last time I stayed at Newport Bay Club was so long ago that I really couldn't mm -hmm. remember much of anything. My husband had never been, and we were really in the mood to try out another hotel at Disneyland Paris. Okay. I always enjoy checking out quote-unquote new areas or areas of the resort that I haven't seen in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Plus, I'm a huge sucker for anything maritime. I just love that <laughs> okay. aesthetic. This was also the first time I used the Infinity Annual Pass Hotel discount by calling the service center over the phone. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. <laughs> Plan some time to make that call. I waited around... 30 minutes on hold and then was transferred to a very friendly cast member who was just very polite and helpful. However, since this was my first time booking, we had to set up a whole new account with an email and I had to read that long, long, long number on the annual pass to her. <laughs> also, it's kind of a hassle to compare discounted room prices for various resorts over the phone yeah. since every time you switch the hotel or even room category from within the same hotel, the cast member on the phone has to read off this long spiel before finally naming the price at the end. It goes something like this. So quoting, oh, not quoting, but it goes something like this. Yeah. <laughs> so for Disney's new Purpay Club for two people for a three night stay from January 23rd to January 25th in a standard room with a garden view and two double beds. The hotel has a pool and the featured character is Captain Mickey with the wellness tax and without a breakfast. The lowest price I could find with the Infinity Annual Pass discount is 485 euro. How does that sound? So <laughs> Yeah, and you get the spiel every single time you ask how much a room costs. So I felt so bad. I was like, girl, breathe. It's going to be okay. You could just name the price. It's fine. But no, I think they have to. They have to say that whole thing. So yeah, it's all standard protocols and <laughs> scripts, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So as we mentioned in our Patreon exclusive annual pass episode, Disneyland Paris should have a dedicated online booking platform for annual passes in the future. I don't know why they don't have it yet. It would save so much time for those poor cast members and also for us yeah. to be so much easier. So this is such a hassle at the moment. It's basically impossible to check prices for agree. various yeah. dates or various hotels unless you want the person on the other end to have a nervous breakdown. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. They already have this annual pass online environment huh, where yeah. you can book your uh, VIP spots for the parades or we can book swimming pools in, in different hotels. But why not just add something there like the whole reservation module with reductions? Yeah. Also, you have to pay 10% over the phone and the rest online later, which makes absolutely no sense. I asked if the cast member could just deduct the whole amount right away. So, you know, saving me a trip to the website and it turns out they can't. So what is the point of me booking over the phone then? Not only do you have to be... Yeah physically able to make a phone call which sucks for the hearing impaired on mute mm. but then you also have to have internet access and a computer which sucks for the digitally challenged you know which is <laughs> yeah. why you would call over the phone True. by the way the cast member mentioned that the payment process only works properly on google chrome and if you use any other browser oh? you might encounter serious issues so really yeah i usually use safari and it always worked out for me yes so uh, you're lucky yeah. <laughs> no, i asked <laughs> safari okay and she's like hmm no, 
don't risk it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so again, I just want to be clear, cast member was super helpful yeah. and really friendly, so I'm not blaming them at all. That's always my experience. No matter how busy the days are, they're always friendly, taking a lot of time to help you, so, uh, so that's good. Yeah. yeah, my critique is just about the process. It just needs to be completely yeah, reworked. I agree. Yeah. Either bring it all online to the website and just let us book the darn thing with AP discount ourselves, or... Do it completely over the phone then in one session without having to log onto the website at a later date and mm. be the rest. That would also be a slight improvement. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, booking no. is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was the whole check-in process uh, this time? I really hope better than your New York experience uh, yes! <laughs> that we heard about in one of the previous uh, podcasts. Yeah. So check-in was flawless. We got to the hotel around 6 p.m., we drove by car, and I'm sorry to say that mm-hmm. the Newport Bay Club only has one very old charging station that features the European standard 3-kilowatt Shuko plug, so yeah. basically a home outlet. Yeah, exactly. And there are only two charging spots available for the entire hotel. So the charging station, as well as the two reserved parking spots, are sealed off mm-hmm. with a barrier that can be unlocked by a cast member from the luggage team. By the way, those cast members are located on the right-hand side when facing the Newport facade from the parking lot entrance. Yeah. It took a while to figure out who to ask oh, since yeah. the cast members at the reception were not sure. Oh. They're like, we don't have the key. Okay. <laughs> the check-in itself went as smooth as butter. So there was no queue and our key cards were handed to us right mm-hmm. away. And along with a hotel map in an envelope, the cast member just had to see our annual passes and we were good to yeah, go. That's something that they're checking more these days. <laughs> in the past, you could just call the AP reservation phone number and make your reservation with the annual pass reduction. Ah, sneaky, you didn't sneaky. have to give you your pass number they didn't check the pass <laughs> at the reception in the hotel that wasn't completely <laughs> so people were working for their friends their family their neighbors like everyone maybe maybe yeah <laughs> i'm not sure but last time i was also asked on the phone for the full number on my annual pass and i think also someone checked in the hotel if we uh, had an annual pass so uh, yeah interesting uh, okay doing this a little bit different than before yeah ah okay mm-hmm. which i totally understand yeah yeah no that's fine <laughs> So where was your room located in this uh, huge building? And uh, well, most important, how was the room? Our room was located in the so-called East Wing on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Reception is located on the second floor, by the way, which I find yeah. found was really interesting. Yeah, that's a bit confusing. <laughs> uh, but it's logical when you enter the hotel from the lakeside, right? And it's because you have to climb some stairs to get there. But from the parking... <laughs> It feels like ground level. Yeah, exactly. So it must have been built on a slope or something. Yeah. The only time I found it confusing was in the elevator. I mean, there are labels, of course, that say, you know, two reception, one is just the pool. Right. But still, it's a little bit strange. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> those Newport hallways are long, by the way. So yeah. it took a good three minutes of walking at a leisurely pace from the elevator to get to the room. Although, I mean, it felt like forever. <laughs> and we weren't <laughs> even close to the end of the hallway. So it goes on and on and on. Yeah. The room itself was quite lovely, if not a bit dated. I adore the maritime theming. And you have these faux white wood walls with a graphic strip running along the top of the room. Mm-hmm. It features graphic portholes with Goofy, Mickey, Donald, and I think the whale from Pinocchio in them. Oh, yeah. And they're pretty cute. Other than that, there's no piece of art mounted on the walls like at most other Disneyland Paris hotels. However, 
Several fun details like the maritime lighting fixtures mounted next to the beds mm -hmm. feature these tiny illustrated ship's anchors on them, which I thought was super cute, as well as the iconic wooden Mickey ear shaped headboard, which yeah. is very cool. Just like a wheel of a ship. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It looks really nice. The carpet features a dark blue pattern on it. It's made of ropes that form several Mickey heads. Yeah. <laughs> the TV as well as the vanity furniture itself is made of dark mahogany style wood. They appear to have several drawers, but in fact, most of those are just mock drawers. So there's nothing behind mm -hmm. them and you can't open them, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I'll refer back to what you mentioned during your last day. There is a severe lack of electrical outlets. Yep. Three are located by the vanity mirror, including one UK style plug. Yep. One is located by the bed closest to the wall and two are located below the television and nothing's by the nightstand whatsoever. So no. the place where you really want to charge your phone overnight, it, exactly. there's nothing there. Yeah. So. yeah, that's really a pain. Yeah. Bring power packs if you want to have your phone or your eerie there or whatever. Yeah, extension cord right. something. Next because, to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. The bathroom features a shower, bath tub combo with a glass divider instead of a curtain which i appreciated yep. the water pressure on the other hand was pretty weak in our room you almost had to like coax the water out of the shower head yeah i had the same experience a year ago yeah, yeah i don't really know what's going on with hotel plumbing in disneyland paris because either the water was scalding hot or ice cold it was really difficult <laughs> to find a bearable temperature yeah. it feels like the shower fitting there was calibrated like 80.5 percent hot water if you turn it to left and 19% cold and the remaining half percent was that healthy metal position of <laughs> surgically so <laughs> that could really be improved yeah. upon as well as the very rough toilet paper that was more like sandpaper yeah. on the upside the restrooms featured these really cute dark blue wall tiles yep. you also got both the little mickey ear shampoo bottles and conditioner yeah. as well as wall mounted shampoo shower gel combo which my husband loves since you can use a lot yep. something i thought was kind of funny was that on the first day we got the disney resorts branded h2o plus bottles mm -hmm. and on the second day we were given disneyland paris branded shampoo bottles oh so i have both of my collection now. yeah so they're probably in between <laughs> transitioning maybe collections yeah yeah oh but that's nice but i think yeah most people take these little bottles as a souvenir and uh, it's good that you have the big bottle in the shower to wash your body totally. and do your hair i think it's one for everything right yeah the shower gel shampoo combo yeah. Yeah. by yeah. the way hide yeah. those little bottles if you want new ones because because I left mine out one day and didn't get any yeah. replacements. So nope. you got to put them in your luggage or somewhere the <laughs> the cleaning person will come see. Yeah, or in the safe. Yeah, yeah. In the safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah. those H2O Plus bottles are quite a bit smaller than the quote-unquote old mm. Disneyland Paris okay. Mickey ear bottles. I noticed that with a direct comparison. So the bed with the cute Mickey headboard was comfortable, if not a bit on the harder side. Mm -hmm. Quite a yeah. fur mattress. Fur mattresses seem to be pretty common in France. Yeah. In New York and back when it was open Disneyland Hotel definitely hold the crown when it comes to the most comfortable Disneyland Paris mattresses. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy the large pillow selection that was provided though. Each bed has four pillows plus the decorative pillow. Don't use that. <laughs> <laughs> that varied in girth and density. Some were tougher, others were softer. It was great to have options there and overall yeah. slept pretty well. That's nice. Yeah. The room also features one large window that you can tilt. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and only tilt. So, but that was fine. I guess that's so people don't jump out of the yeah, window. That, yeah, that's uh, for safety <laughs> reasons, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> However, our view was less than magical. We didn't book a lake view room, so I was curious as to what we would look at. 
Turns out you might end up looking at the hotel storage and backstage areas, which were honestly <laughs> less magical and not all that yeah. quiet. So around six in the morning, you would start hearing quite a bit of noise from the outside. If you had the windows open, that is, which we do sleep with open windows. Oh, so yeah. yeah, beeping yeah. from vehicles backing up and the hustle and bustle of cast members moving supplies back and forth. Disney did try to separate hotel guests a bit by planting some evergreen trees, and they do green up the view a bit, but you can still pretty much see and hear everything. Yeah. Niels, you also booked a regular room without a lake view, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we ended up on the sixth floor on the lakeside. Nice. We didn't have, let's say, a full lakeside view, a little bit from the side, but we were able to see part of the lake and the whole well entrance area of the hotel. So that was quite a nice view to see the people walking in and out, see some <laughs> of the water. And yeah, you really felt like being there in that Disney bubble. Oh, nice. So uh, that was actually a quite nice room. The only complaint that I had was that it was close to the elevator, which is convenient, but it was also making a lot of noise. Yeah, I can imagine you hear that motor. I could hear this elevator all night. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the view from your room looked really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So did you go to the hotel pool and how was it? Did you have to bring your own towels, make a reservation these days? Did they have lockers? So tell us all about it. (laughs) (laughs) We did get to go. And so the hotel pool is massive and is located on the ground floor in its own little building. Yeah, it's like a side building. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to go outside. They're all connected by heated hotel hallways. Mm -hmm. What's really nice is that the pool's building features large windows overlooking the lake and hotel entrance, as well as massive skylights that let in plenty of light during the daylight hours. Nice. Similar to the other resorts, this is also an indoor slash outdoor pool, and it's all connected by a water canal. So you can swim from the inside to the outside, which is pretty neat. The water was heated to a pleasant temperature. However, I went around 9 p.m. to avoid the crowds and the outdoor section was already sealed off at that point. Mm. There was also a small hot tub area that you had to make a reservation for if you wanted to use it. Oh, okay. The hot tub was split down the middle, (laughs) which looked kind of funny. Set up this little makeshift string with a flag on it. One family could use each side of the hot tub right. and reservations could be made with the on-duty yeah. lifeguards. But that's a COVID thing, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. It still okay. looked too yeah. close for comfort, in my opinion. Mm. But, you know, yeah. people are brave. Uh, folks really <laughs> seem to be enjoying them. There was also a small kiddie pool as well as a massive faux ship, which looked awesome. The ship's not only a wonderful object, though, you can also use it as a panoramic platform. Yeah, you can go up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So while I was floating around in the water, I noticed some guy's grandma was on the ship, Mm -hmm. which tipped me off that you could, you know, get up there. I didn't even realize. Yeah. So she was fully clothed wearing a mask. So if you want to watch your family swim around in the pool and don't want to go in yourself, Mm -hmm. the ship is the place for you. Yeah. Go there, bring your books and uh, enjoy your time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you have to stand. There's no seating. Oh. Oh, there's no seating. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's at a least pity. currently, yeah. I don't know if it'll return or if there ever was any seating, but there's no seating oh, right now. Okay, yeah, that's possible. I did some exploring after my swim and discovered that you can access it by heading 
past the pool entrance around the bend and to the left. Mm. If you head all the way <laughs> down that long, long hallway, you pass by a coffee machine and at the very end are some stairs that lead up to the ship. Right. It's hidden. It's oh, kind of hard to find. Okay. <laughs> nice. The hotel does provide towels down by the pool's reception. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody there to explain how to use the locker and to hand you towels. So you don't need to bring ones from your room, which I did see a couple of people do anyway. Okay. The locker room itself is quite small. It's a mixed gender room with individual changing cubicles Uh, the cubicles use this odd system that (laughs) used to be very popular in europe they basically act as a barrier so you enter (laughs) the dressing cubicle one way and exit the other almost like a portal (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i personally am not a huge fan of the system since it does mean that there's no easy way to access the lockers if you already came in your bathing suit anyway which most people did same goes for if you want to leave, you have to wait for one of the cubicles to become free to <laughs> yeah. get out of the pool area, which oh. was super annoying. Okay. The lockers use a simple, four simple numerical lock. They are included and you don't have to pay anything to use them, which is quite convenient. Yeah, that's Just nice. be sure to remember your locker number so you can get your yeah. stuff back. <laughs> oh, and street shoes are not allowed in the pool areas. You also don't have to wear a mask, which made me slightly uncomfortable. I would have preferred everyone keep on the mask until they get into yeah. the water, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. was wearing a mask. I think that was the case when we stayed end of last year in the David Crockett range. Ah, oh, nice. October 2021. Yeah, there you had to keep on your face mask also when you were sitting or walking along the pool. But you didn't need one, of course, when you went swimming. But I think, yeah, we had to have the masks. I really wish they would have required it. Yeah. There was no signage anywhere that said you had to wear one. And no. people were not wearing them. <laughs> and also <laughs> the lifeguards weren't pointing anything out. So oh, okay. I don't think anybody was breaking any rules like tech. Technically, as long as you keep your distance, probably it's just not possible sometimes yeah. because some of the pathways are super, super narrow. Right. I would have just felt more comfortable if people just kept their mask yeah. on until they get to their designated lounge yeah. chair or into the water. Yeah. So and then leave just... your towel and your face yeah. mask and go swimming. And yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. my cup of tea. There are several pool lounge chairs surrounding the giant pool so you can relax there for a bit or, you know, just dry off. During the warmer months, there are even more loungers outside, which is nice. So you can lay out in the sun. Yeah, that looks really nice. And it's a bit hidden. So if you're there (laughs) enjoying the sun, people that are just walking around the lake uh, won't really spot you. So that's really well done. Yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed the pool. I wish they would have had some more extras, like maybe a a, a waterfall, a slide, or just some underwater massage pressure elements. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty basic. Uh, It's just your basic pool and that's it you have to kind of entertain yourself once you get into the water Mm -hmm. that being what it is it's comfortable it's warm especially in the winter time and if you go during the daylight hours it's also nice and light which is really cool so it's not a dark basement (laughs) yeah nice besides the swimming pool did you experience any other hotel amenities like shops restaurants maybe character meets yeah so we did have dinner at cape cod and you can find out all about that on this month's patreon exclusive show all i'm gonna say here is that it was good with a few surprises (laughs) now the hotel's shop is nice if Mm -hmm. not a bit small like pretty much all disneyland paris hotel shops (laughs) yeah i agree yeah 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 i mean it's just rocking the maritime look with a giant statue of mickey and a Mm -hmm. sailor outfit fit in the center of the room so that's pretty cute yeah you can find a selection of merch here as well as a few disney character statues and a few pieces of art yeah they also sell a few snacks like chips and drinks and you can pick up your in-park shopping here as well 
By the way, the good old days of having everything you buy in the parks delivered to your hotel are over. There is now a 50 euro shopping minimum in place. So if you want to use the shopping service, yeah. you got to spend that dough. It's <laughs> you a major have to bummer. Spend a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a lot of people just bought one pin and yeah. then <laughs> four euros yeah. <laughs> and then asked uh, for a delivery in the hotel. Yeah. I mean, I just wonder if this policy is not counterproductive as in lowering sales because folks don't want to carry around merch all day long in the park. I know that was the case for me. We thought once mm -hmm. or twice about purchasing something and then we we're like, oh, well, we don't want to carry it. So yeah. we didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, it saved us money, but yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's really the smartest strategic decision there. And no. as far as characters go, I did see a wide variety of characters. So I saw Daisy, who I accidentally called Minnie since I was super tired after all day in the parks and I felt so mm -hmm. bad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain Mickey, which was super cute. And Pluto as well. Yeah. It just depended on when you went, but often if you went while people were having dinner around 8 p.m., there was nobody waiting in line to see them, and the characters were super excited if you started to interact with them. And as always, the characters nice. are excellent and full of energy, so even if nobody was interacting with them, they were waving at people from across the room and being very engaging and active, so it was really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really adding something to the whole atmosphere. And it's nice that they have their sailor outfits to really make these unique to this hotel. Totally. And I can imagine that if you're already a character freak, <laughs> that you want to visit all Disney hotels and to see if your favorite characters are there in a special outfit. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a nice uh, plus. Yeah, and you totally can. It's free. No, Nobody checks no. anything. Everybody can go and... Exactly. You can just go to any Disney hotel and go to the shop, uh, to the restaurants and uh, see if there are any characters. Yeah, we had dinner one night in the Sequoia lodge and we stopped by to yeah. say hi to goofy because he was also just standing there by himself completely <laughs> bored out of his mind so he was super happy that somebody came by that's nice yeah. you look at the weights in the design paris app during the daytime and you see the meet mickey mouse <laughs> yeah. attraction as like 50 minutes and you're like yeah. okay well i can just meet mickey in my hotel this evening and not wait at all so it's a nice added benefit exactly so the fun question did anything unexpected happen <laughs> <laughs> yes. you had a really special experience in the new york hotel huh? yeah. with the, uh, <laughs> the kids running through your room hashtag never forget yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i still remember that but uh, so what happened this time eric that was my latest trauma no so <laughs> yeah i tried getting my free hot beverage at one of the machines located on my floor oh, yeah so for those of you who don't know this is a tip from niels by the way so thank you so much for this you can get one free hot hot drink per day when staying at a Disneyland Paris hotel. Yeah. And the machines dispense various types of coffee, hot chocolate, and even green tea. If I understood the French <laughs> label correctly, <laughs> I think it was green tea, but... <laughs> So let me take you through this step by step because I had a bit of difficulty getting the machine to work at first. <laughs> you have to place your magic pass, so your hotel room key card, yeah. in the NFC card holder, wait until the little LED turns from green to orange, and then make your selection. If you push the button while it's still green, it's, it ain't gonna work, and you have to start all over. Yeah. If all goes well, the machine should start making your drink, and you can remove your magic pass. Anyway, I ordered the hot chocolate and the surprise was that the machine must have not been refilled. So instead, I got a small cup of hot yellowy water that looked <laughs> not <Oops>. so great. 
<laughs> Honestly, I just left it in the machine to warn other guests not to use it because if you pay for it with your own money, that would have been four euros down the drain for somebody. So, oh, really? Four euros? Yeah, oh and it's this tiny <laughs> miniature paper cup yeah, it's a really, and they don't yeah. even fill it all the way. So it's like, oh, I thought this was just like an extra service for hotel guests by making use of the magic bus. But uh, yeah, if you have to pay for it, then uh, it's not worth it. I remember we were staying at the Cheyenne. We paid for our drinks mm-hmm. like buffoons because I didn't know about this hack. And honestly, y'all, you get a shot glass. It's a shot glass. That's how big <laughs> yeah. cup is that you get out of those machines. Exactly. So it's nothing. No. <laughs> but at least if you use your magic pass, then it uh, doesn't hurt uh, too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I did try to inform the reception, but nobody answered the phone. And oh. this machine said they, they would call me back, but nobody ever did. Oh, so. really? <laughs> anyway, the story has a happy ending because a cast member must have seen it. And I'm happy to report I got a real hot chocolate from that same machine the very next day. Ah, so, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Another fun surprise was that the Western Bridge leading to the Newport was finally reopened. So on our first day, we had to walk all the way around the lake, which was a bit of a hassle. Thankfully, on our second day, we were surprised to see that the bridge and walkway were back open. So it saves you okay. at least 10 minutes of walking time, depending yep. on how fast you walk. Yeah, that's really great and super convenient. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Any last takeaways, Eric? Yeah, I mean, overall, I really like the Newport Bay Club. Mm-hmm. Is it my favorite Disneyland Paris hotel? No. (laughs) However, the theme is charming. And if you want to live your maritime fantasy without boarding a ship, this is one of the best ways to do it. Overall, the Newport Bay Club is a solid Disney hotel. It has more to offer than the Cheyenne with its large pool and shorter walk to the parks. The Sequoia Lodge would be tough competition were it not for that the pool is closed until the summer Mm. due to the refurbishment work that's going on currently. So I would stay at the Newport again in the future. However, I would love to see them refurbish and update the rooms as well. Yeah. I think they could modernize them yeah, a bit, exactly. especially on the electrical outlet front. They look nice. Yeah. And our experience was that they were clean, yeah. but uh, indeed a little bit more modern with the USB ports and the power sockets everywhere. That kind of thing really can make a difference in my opinion. So it could be small updates. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do a complete <laughs> makeover. Uh, Hotel New York, no, The Art of Marvel no. makeover. Just a little bit here and there is totally fine, doesn't Paris. It's okay. (laughs) Although I would love a mirror like uh, in Hotel New York with a TV uh, behind. It's so sleek and... uh well, saving a lot of space as well. That did look very sexy. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. should do a complete redesign of the room, but keep it maritime, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Niels, where can people find yeah. you? Well, people can find me uh, mainly on Instagram at Capturing Disney Parks. And uh, for all my uh, other activities and social channels, please visit CapturingDisneyParks.com. <laughs> so cool. Now, before we go, we did want to thank some of our patrons. And you can also get in a shout out at the Newport Bay Club tier on Patreon.com slash so thank you to Simon, Jen, JB, Josh, Jerry, and Tulips. <laughs> so thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. You guys, be sure to follow Air Magique on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for more neat Disneyland Paris content. And also check out our new website, airmagique.net, for helpful articles, tips, and tricks for your next visit to Disneyland Paris. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. It really makes a difference and helps new folks discover the show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Stay safe safe and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
in the evening when everything's lit up nicely and the quinjets maybe i don't know the thrusters could be you know just you know a little bit <laughs> of lighting here and there or something i think that it's going to look really fantastic in the evenings especially yeah with some cool lighting design and the colors of the iron man facade those leds <laughs> yeah no yeah. but this is really cool i love these kind of static pieces of decoration that are really iconic and providing a nice photo opportunity yeah this is really something that i will take a picture of every time i visit you have to <laughs> totally just like the castle the x-wing at star tours i always oh, have yeah, to take a picture of it and it's a little bit the same huh? it's a spaceship it's kind of like a design trend recently right like if you look at star wars yes. galaxy's edge over at disney world they also have the millennium falcon exactly. and they have yeah. an x-wing fighter i believe yeah it feels really the same like huh? a platform yeah. with a spaceship and uh, that's yeah. it welcome to immersion here you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no now that was just a short preview of the full-length patreon exclusive bonus episode you can get access to the entire back catalog of episodes including the discoveryland deep dive stage shows of disneyland paris disneyland paris trivia and so much more you also get two episodes per month instead of just one that's twice the air magique and it all starts at just two euro now on patreon.com slash air <laughs> thank you for your support and <laughs> see you there